everybody. Welcome to BAMCast Extra, episode 45. The whole, whole day. Right here. We're about at the halfway point. But we're watching kids' movies. <laughs> Gotta feel young. All right. So we're in the, the throngs of the Spy Kids quadrilogy. Mm-hmm. And so the next logical step after watching Spy Kids is to watch Spy Kids 2. Well, that is, that is a boy, bold choice there, Cotton. The Island of Lost Dreams. All right. Which is a silly, pointless subtitle. Sure is. Uh, but man, it's got some font. Going it does. On. Yeah. The, the, it's weird that this one is not in 3D because the font wants to be in 3D. It sure does. <laughs> it's a very 3D font. Uh, and then he decided, hey, that font was cool. Let's make the next one 3D. But we'll get to that in a week. Okay. Uh, so, by the way, I'm Chuck. Oh, I'm Harlow. <laughs> We're talking about Spy Kids movies. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, patrons. Yes, appreciate you. And other people listening later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this is just, I mean, this is an immediate sequel to Spy Kids. It came out a year later. Mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez is known for just cranking out a movie. Yeah, it was a yearly franchise for yeah, three, for three, three straight years. years. <laughs> he and was he take, was working a lot. And like, then take eight years off uh-huh. and make another one. Yeah. Uh, so this one is, okay, so... You've got your origin story in the first one. Mm-hmm. This one obviously has to lose that because they are established agents. Yes. And they're kids who spy now. Yes. And that kind of is a hindrance to the movie. There are many hindrances to the movie, but that's one of them in yeah. that there is no ramping up the fun. It is just it's go time now. And the movie starts at an amusement park mm-hmm. where the president's daughter has been dropped off. <laughs> sure. Uh, but the important thing about this is that the amusement park is owned and operated by one Mr. Bill Paxton. That is correct. Who I had no clue was going to be in this. Like, I heard the voice, and I'm like, wait, what? And then he popped up, and I'm like, oh, okay. He runs the most demented theme park I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would anyone go to this place? <laughs> I, I don't know. But people are into it. But every ride is a death machine. <laughs> it, it is. And because... Uh, the president's daughter ends up on a ride called the Juggler, which is just this multi-armed thing that you sit in these these like. Well, clear... Let's describe some of the other ones first, because like, oh yeah, I okay. think the first one was I believe called the Whiplash, uh, yeah, or something along that line. Sure, sure. Um, which was you sit in these little pods. Almost all the rides are pod based. Yeah, um, like sit in some sort of pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is just. Like you're at the end of a wet uh, water willy or whatever those things. What, what were those things called? The thing that water wiggle. Would, yeah, water wiggle. Yeah. The thing that would just beat you to death as a kid. <laughs> yes. uh, but like you're at the very end of it, and it's just. But it's also like on bungees, mm-hmm. so you're flung out and then just yeah you know, and yeah it that yes you're, you're dead yes. Um, then there was one uh, <laughs> that's kind of like the I think it's just called the vomiter. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, kind of like the teacups, but with up and down motion as well. Yeah. And teacups at Walt Disney World, in right, case right. you're not keen to your know, theme park rides. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think they have it at, at land, too. They might. Um, but yeah, and he he had previously been seen walking around with a, it was like, it looked like a cane or like a uh, ring master's baton or something sure. like that. But it, it was like, why is that wrapped in plastic? Well, it turns out it's a... <laughs> Uh, handy dandy uh, uh, umbrella because he goes to this thing and is like, you know, puts it up just in time as someone vomits green slime all over it. And yeah, he's but, just being extra Bill Paxton either. And he is, and he's, like, the, and the president's daughter is just like yawn. All these things that will kill you. Yes, are all, just boring. all the death rides are just like 
<laughs> yeah, not, not not deathy enough. Yeah. So yes, they they come to. He's like, now I got the one you're gonna mm-hmm. like. It's it's called the juggler. Which he's like, first you go up in your sphere, mm-hmm. and it'll spin you around as fast as the U.S. government will allow. <laughs> and then it's just it literally a juggler. It's just it just the things become detached and they just fly around, and mm-hmm. the the machine is time to catch them. It's the worst. The, everything about this park is the worst. Yeah. Um. I, I will say like okay, full disclosure. I like theme parks, but I don't ride roller coasters. Okay, I I don't like the feel the feeling of dropping, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty much that's a roller end. coaster. That's entirely the point of roller coasters yeah. is build speed by dropping. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty much out. <laughs> However, despite not even like I can do something like Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain. That's about my limit. Mm-hmm. Um, despite that, I have had dreams about being on a roller coaster with the one of the final destinations where they're like on the Hulk and it detaches and the, the cars fly off. Yeah. That's like, that's a nightmare of mine, despite it not even being a thing I'm into <laughs> like that. The idea of a theme park ride coming loose and the, the velocity that it's going at just you flying off into space. I can't like, this is nightmare fuel for kids. Like, I mean, if this does this to me as a grown man, like the first final destination came out, I was fully grown. Like, like, and like I said, I don't know which one of the sequels it is, but like if I saw this shit as a kid, I would be terrified at every theme park ever Mm -hmm. because I don't know, whatever. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the president's daughter goes on this. She's like, yes, this is what I want. I want mm-hmm. to die on the juggler. So <laughs> she goes up on the juggler and it had like Bill Paxton has shown her, uh, the controls to, you know, so, you know the safety override controls. Yeah. And, so yeah, she yeah. steals the key out of it. It's like, mm-hmm. haha, don't, don't you dare make this safe for me. And she gets up there and just decides I'm going to get out of this thing and just climb around on it. Yeah. She, because she, every, every, this is one of those movies where like anything, anytime anything has to happen, someone just goes, boop, boop, boop. I've hacked this. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> but her, I guess her line of thinking is this will cause my dad to come and save me because I want to see my dad. Yeah. It's who, whatever. But so the, you know, the, 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 Special, the Secret Service guys are like, well, we can't get up there. We're all adults. We can't do anything. Call mm-hmm. the Spy Kids. So, here come the Spy Kids. There, mm-hmm. we're just at the park, and they're equipped with some some spider sensors to you know climb up this thing. But apparently, they're not climbing up fast enough because the Secret Service is like, well, let's get the backup squad in here. Well, they were just like, have the B team on standby, and yeah. the B team are assholes who yes. like you know gary gary and gertie yeah gary and gertie are like you know yeah spotlight stealers yeah gary is just tall blonde asshole kid gertie mm-hmm. is uh an osmond uh Haley joel osmond sibling oh okay which was freaking me out the whole time i'm like i know this girl who did she grow up to be and i'm like oh wait no i just know her because she looks exactly <laughs> like her young brother i, I didn't even catch that but yeah all right makes yeah sense, so I guess. it's really strange but uh so they have other tech and they get up there faster or whatever the president's daughter has also stolen a thing called the transmooker mm-hmm. whatever silly kids movie dumb name thing transmooker so she just has it and so basically the spy kids get up there and they're like you know hey let's I'll I'll save you, President's daughter, and Gary's like, yeah, I'll take the transmooker because I'm we're gonna share the credit, man. And so they get down, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like they save the day, but the spy kids didn't, and right, whatever. Yep. Bill and, and she was like, kinda... and, and and um, what's his face, uh, Junie, the boy mm-hmm. is like, talks her down by like, look, I've got high enough clearance, I can order the president to talk to you if that's what you want. And she's yeah. like, okay, and 
you know, basically scene. They keep threatening to like, it almost becomes like the Star Wars scene because like, you know, he <laughs> is like going to rappel down and, you know, I, I don't know. There, yeah. There's like a weird thing between he and the president's daughter for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. Um, so this leads to a giant gala ball for the OSS mm-hmm. division, which I'm going to go ahead and say right now, the OSS is terrible at being spies. Sure. Like yes. their building literally is spelled out OSS. Yeah. Like all their furniture says OSS, their doors say that. Mm-hmm. And they have this gala ball in like this, I don't know, this crater in the middle of a city that's just this open air thing. Mm-hmm. The worst possible place to put all your spies together at once. Yeah. There was there was a brief lead up scene where they're getting ready. Mm-hmm. Like he's gone back home and oh, you right. know, yeah. Antonio Banderas and Carlo Gugino are there and they're like, yeah, they, they're going to announce the new head of the yeah. OSS tonight. It could be your father. So which seems he, like a weird when he when he wins, you know, give him a big <laughs> hug. And they're like, what if you what if he doesn't get it? He's like, well, hug him even harder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Antonio yes. Banderas slicks back the kid's hair. <laughs> oh, you would look so good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is just horrified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they go to this thing and the president shows up. The president is Shooter McGavin, mm-hmm. who. I made a note saying uh, there would have been a time that I would have scoffed at the idea of Shooter McGavin being elected president. (laughs) Now, that's fine. (laughs) Of course, Shooter McGavin is president of the United States. So, I mean, he's just a big dumb idiot, and he just walks out there, and he's got giant teleprompters all over the place pop up, and he's just... Hold on, you're you're skipping right to, like, the announcement of the the head. Yeah. There's something I want to bring up, because I made one note for this entire movie. And you're skipping over the part where it is. Okay. My favorite joke in this entire movie uh-huh. is, that, you know, all the kids do their, like, you know, um, Gary and Gertie, like, show up and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like, yep. do their, like, menacing and whatnot. And the president's daughter is there. Mm-hmm. Except for <laughs> Junie looks over and <laughs> sees the entire crowd of her Secret Service agents oh, God, yeah. are swaying <laughs> back and forth, like, <laughs> creating a perimeter circle around her. But, like, she's dancing and, like, just dancing by herself in the middle. But, yeah. like... They're swaying along with her, <laughs> right. and I was like, "That's an ace fucking joke in a like a C tier movie because like <laughs> it's an odd visual, but yeah, when it's, you first see it, you're like, wait, what's happening?' Because <laughs> he yeah. just looks over. There's there's like 15 Secret Service dudes in a circle, all mm-hmm. like swaying to the waltz or whatever, and right. yeah, and there was a whole thing because like the other part that's uh, I guess sort of important is that um, Carmen is like got the hots for Gary, dickhead Gary guy, yeah. Um, so like every time she, he shows up, she's like, yeah, and it's established that he has this really bizarre laugh. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It just, that's the other, some semi-funny joke that happens later is bringing up that every time he shows up, he's just like, yeah, got this weird little, like he doesn't know why he's making it, but, and he's immediately like, oh, that wasn't me. But, uh, but yeah, because like Antonio, (laughs) he was going to (laughs) ask Carmen to dance. And Antonio Vanderas pops up out of nowhere again. Just well, she, well, well, she was like, she was like, oh, that's a good thing. My father isn't here. He could be so overbearing. He's just like standing right behind her. Like, I am Antonio Vanderas. Yes. How dare you say such a thing? And then he challenges his dance knowledge. Yeah. Antonio Vanderas is so good. But um, yeah, so the, the president is announcing the new leader of the OSS. Mm-hmm. And 
obviously Antonio Banderas' name comes up in the teleprompter, but then it just fizzles out and it becomes Donegan Giggles, who is Mike Judge. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? And he's also the kids or the father of the two yes. other asshole kids. So Mike Judge is a major character in this movie. For someone who was just lurking around in the background in the first movie, mm-hmm. he is now the boss of the OSS. And you're like, that's odd. What's happening here? I, I, I get the feeling that they're going to do this throughout the series because Cheech is back in this one, but he's just like, he's now background, like, other than like a little bit, like he plays a part of, but like, he's just like, hey, I'm just a guy who works at the OSS now, you know, mostly. It, yeah, this movie just seems like it, it, it's going to have like this stable of people who mm-hmm. will just pop up and it's like, ah, remember when you were the bad guy? Well, just get in here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that happens. And then like a bunch of dudes with magnet helmets show up and it's becomes chaos for whatever reason is that oh because they want the the transmooker <laughs> like you. because the president has brought it along to the largest gathering of spies ever in the giant open area so there's a lot of fighting and and shoe jet the like the kids have shoe jets and stuff and they're flying around the room and you know doing like mm-hmm. hoverboarding things and and there's there's like a moment where they they can save the transmooker thing mm-hmm. but they're fighting over who's going to get credit or yeah. whatever and it ends up letting the bad guys get away with it yes so uh it, in the description for the movie it says the device is a highly coveted device which can shut off all electronic devices i've never really felt like i knew that's what it did okay it's just it's just a ring with the jewel in the middle and it it would have been funny if like it did something like summon legions of useless henchmen just in like the D and D terminology, oh, okay. Because <laughs> Mook is like a name for dumb mobs that like yeah. are unnamed or <laughs> yeah, worthless creatures that you're gonna slay yeah. for XP. Um, so th- that gets Junie fired mm-hmm. because he had it and then didn't have it, right? Um, and like the 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 Gary and Gertie are assigned to go get it, mm-hmm. and then yeah, they're given like the highest clearance level yeah. and you well, know now they're, the boss. now they're new hot shots and you know like his pictures coming down off the wall spike hit of the year he's <laughs> immediately taken down and right. <laughs> um but yeah so uh carmen uh they they have like a a treehouse spy thing and she just goes in there and does some hacking yeah which all right all right <laughs> in the in the spy kids universe uh-huh at what point did they have this house? Was it prior to like, oh shit, mom and dad are spies? The treehouse? Yeah, because like they, they it's, well they made they, they made, didn't because uh, Danny Trejo says he built it, so it was after they became spy kids. Right, but then they said something like, "We haven't used this in so long" or something like that. It's like I don't know. I, I don't know. Whatever. I'm, I'm <laughs> I think I'm putting too much thought into this, perhaps, but maybe. Um, but yeah, so uh, Carmen does some hacking and and gets Junior reinstated, and it's like, okay, we're gonna go do the thing now. And we're going to send them someplace else. Mm-hmm. So, in the middle of the Gobi Desert, I yeah. believe. Yes. And they will land in camel poop. Mm-hmm. And then they will be covered in camel poop for the rest of the movie for no real reason. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, they call uh, Alan Cumming at one point because they're like, I, I forget the l- logic for it, but it's just like, who knows more about the OSS but isn't OSS or something? I don't know. So they, like, 
he's doing another ridiculous Danny Elfman musical number mm-hmm. and then has to stop and takes the call and he's just like, oh, and they're like, hi, can we speak to Minion? <laughs> Who again is just like reinstated on the show. He's fine. He's <laughs> If you're defeated as a bad guy, you just come back and you're just working there and they're like, yeah, well, it's a living, you know, that's <laughs> what, what you do. I did like another small, tiny joke that was pretty good. It's like he was uh, working on harmonizing by himself with his now multiple heads that he has. Yes. I kind of like that a little bit. (laughs) I was just working on like Mm -hmm. five part harmony by myself. Yeah. Um, So they get some information, blah, blah, blah. Just a lot of who knows. There's just a lot of underwater travel and everything and some adventuring and they they have to get to this place where there's the there's no it doesn't exist on a map. But yeah, they talk about it like the Bermuda Triangle, like, you know, but like there's something there. Um, and they finally figure out it's an island that's been cloaked or something. So mm-hmm. this begins the rest of the movie where they're just on this island. Yeah. And I'll say this throughout most of this, there's like just there's just good kids adventuring kind of stuff. But the problem with this movie is that they have established early on that they're hinting at Mike Judge being evil. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for it. It's just they keep hinting at it, but they don't make good on that until like the last 10 minutes. So for this entire movie, there's literally no bad guy. Right. There's literally no pushback on anything. It's just we're on this island and things are kind of weird. And so on this island is Steve Buscemi, who is a scientist working on the island who is just doing the dumbest science things possible. It's like we invented a thing to make tiny animals. Everyone can have their own zoo, which is well, he, he's like a bad I, idea. <laughs> he's basically like uh, done like an island of Dr. Moreau thing where yeah. he's just like combined animals into into pieces of, of them. Like and they're and they're all dumb. They're all jokes. They're all they're all dumb jokes like uh, bulldog. Yeah, and... <laughs> there's a, yes, which is a bull and a dog. Yeah. And, yeah dra- Any possible fly, which yes. is Any possible combination of animal. I, you I did of. like the uh, the I think it was called the spork. Which was a pig mixed oh, yeah. with a stork. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was basically just an excuse to have a flying pig. Yes. For no particular reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But he made miniature versions of mm-hmm. them. And then he was like, you know, every kid can have their own zoo because yeah. they're, they're pocket sized, basically. And then he said. But he also has this big, like, to scale map of the island or mm-hmm. a big, you know, like actual carving of the island and he can drop these miniature versions of these mutated animals all over the place and it perfectly represents where they are on the island right well yeah because his other idea was like well if i made these things miniaturized i'm gonna i've made this formula that will make them big size right and it gets out of control and and then now he has giant versions of the i mean he's terrified him and locked himself in this lab but yes he has whatever weird colossal analog thing going on here <laughs> with the tiny animals that being the same position that they are in the actual island. It's, yep. it's bizarre. It's really strange. Um, but yeah, it's the, you know, the other, the evil kids show up and they both have to kind of deal with each other in that regard. And there are, there's one bit that ter- <clears throat> turns into Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, with a bunch of gold and treasure and stuff where literally Carmen picks up the, the idol from the mm-hmm. beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark and just tosses it away like it's nothing. Um, but for some reason, Junie is just a total idiot and is just like, <laughs> there are all these skeletons everywhere and two of them apparently died fighting for this necklace. And he's like, oh, sweet. I'll just take that necklace. Even though Carmen's like, don't take anything. You don't need it. And there's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to take it. And of course, all the skeletons come to life and chase him around, which is 
a decent attempt at a Ray Harryhausen thing, uh, who is actually in this movie. But um, through CG, they they attempt to do stop motion skeleton stuff, which is okay. Mm-hmm. They have to battle some skeletons at one point. Although I like how they solve it, which is just Junie giving him the necklace back. Like, whoa, man, sorry. Here, <laughs> and then the two skeletons immediately go back to their <laughs> their struggling position, trying to take it from each other. So I don't know. There, there's little bits throughout this, but it's all just a big freaking blur in the middle of this. It's just island hijinks, and eventually Steve Buscemi is 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 coerced to going outside because I think Carmen's like, you know, maybe the animals just want to love you, and mm-hmm. he's like, no, I don't think so. I think they want to eat me. Um, but eventually he does go outside, and the animals are like, yeah, you... you Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so he just becomes like this overseer of the animals, and they're all doing his bidding. Oh, oh I was going to say, I don't remember at what point prior to this, there mm-hmm. was there was a point where um, they were trying to hack in to yeah. OSS yeah. as uh, Dick Face McGarry. Uh, uh-huh. And, uh, and <laughs> there's a point where he was like, whatever, he has superpowers where he perfectly imitates him. Yeah. And it's like access denied. Which was denied. established in the first movie. Yeah. That was a nice bit of sure. you know, carryover. But it's like access denied. And then he just goes, <laughs> and it's like access granted. You're in. <laughs> It just it was a it was a nice yeah. callback joke. I was like, all right, I appreciate that you established this dumb laugh thing that he does nervously, and yeah, that was part of his password. Anyway. Um, so the the adults have have discovered that the kids are going off and doing this thing, which they were not assigned to do, and so obviously they're going to be in trouble. So they start to head off that way. Well, her parents have decided to show up. For no reason. Yeah, she's been well. She's been dropping hints about like you never get along with my parents, yeah. and and it's like it'd be really great if you got over. And finally, he's like, "Your parents are coming, aren't they?" <laughs> yes. And then open a door, and it's it's Holland Taylor who is in every television show that's ever existed, mm-hmm. and Ricardo Montalban, <laughs> which I saw that, and I was like, "All right, I'm in. Let's 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 have this weird <laughs> adventure." He's. Was he in a wheelchair? Like, I, th- for I real? think at this point, yeah, he was. Oh, okay, I just didn't know if it yeah. was like a character thing or if like. No, I I think at this point he he either was or probably needed to be to perform. Okay. Um but it it it's just they <laughs> there is sort of a because what happens is is like Antonio Banderas and and what's her face they they go off on their spy sub to go get them uh, to go get their kids and the grandparents have stowed away and are just like they pop up and and then suddenly they're just antagonizing Antonio Banderas. Uh as he's trying to <laughs> just basically trying to steer to go where they're going. And they're like, you know, why don't you go over there? And he's slowly losing his mind, not having any of it, but you know, there's like the kids have trackers in their teeth or whatever. And then they rip their teeth out and they're like, smash these because apparently the whole plan was to get them all together and kill them or whatever. I don't know. But, uh, there, there was one interesting bit of dialogue because this, cloaked island or whatever mm-hmm. you know that's why nobody they, they're tracking what yeah wasn't working and antonio Banderas is just like do you hey do you remember when i insisted on doing all their dental work myself for <laughs> yeah. a couple of years <laughs> well, i implanted a non-electrical <laughs> tracking device in them and he's like click 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 oh it works <laughs> i just like his, do you his, remember when i insisted on doing all their dental work <laughs> yeah it's like wait what <laughs> yeah i just the first of all i doubt she forgot that <laughs> the offhandedness of which she presents that information was kind of amusing to me yeah yes so basically so everyone converges on the island and yeah mike judge is basically revealed to be the bad guy of this thing he's 
although it, he never just comes out and says it. It's mm-hmm. like there's never any kind of reveal of, aha, it is you. And he's running around like a character on Simon and Simon for some reason. He looks ridiculous in this. It, it, he seems like an afterthought. It seems like he just had Mike Judge there and whoever the bad guy was going to be. Oh, well, now it's Mike Judge because he's here. But what happens is is that he and Antonio Banderas get into this fight, which is kind of the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but it features something that I don't think anyone can say, and I don't think anyone can say they've ever seen until now, which is that Antonio Banderas <laughs> ends up suplexing Mike Judge because his wife is says, show him that thing that I taught you in the bedroom. And everyone's like, wait, what? And then she's like, the suplex. And he's like, ah, yes. <laughs> and then he literally suplexes Mike Judge. And they're just fighting in sand, and it's awkward, and, mm-hmm. and, and Antonio Banderas is just kind of being thrown around, and they're doing pratfalls and falling into the face first into the sand. It's 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 real silly business. Mm-hmm. Also, it, it's also very weird how often he dips into Hank Hill, voice yeah, yeah. i mean i know that's pretty close it's to pretty mike close. judge's yeah. actual voice it's just it's it's very strange when you're watching a movie and he's just like oh yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Like, yes <laughs> <David> antonio <laughs> well there's a scene where they're he's flying in on a, whatever helicopter he's riding or whatever right. and he has to do like an evil laugh and you can tell him you can tell that he's trying not to do either beavis or butthead mm-hmm. and it just comes out like some like almost nothing it's 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 so strange but uh so like gertie is turned on gary because gary's been revealed to just be the biggest asshole like Mm -hmm. he might as well be the villain of this movie mike judge is never really evil he's just like i got your thing uh cheech has turned on everybody for no reason (laughs) like they did this thing when they went to get the sub and it's it's weird because there there's a moment where gary and gertie see Junie mm-hmm. and Carmen like down like getting their assignments up yeah. where they're going to go off and like there's like oh you got reinstated like yeah that I know should have been like a <laughs> halting point of this entire plot where it's like wait a second we got rid of that guy and yep but they keep going like hey Uncle Cheech or whatever his name I don't know what his name is and <laughs> Felix yes Uncle yeah, Felix oh, Uncle Felix and mm-hmm. he's like I'm not your uncle yeah <laughs> he just keeps saying that like now all of a sudden he's like real bitter about them calling him uncle and yeah it's and then like towards the end it's just like hey he said. You know, if I sided with him when he wins, he won't hurt me. Yeah. Or something like that. They're yeah, that's like, really kind of yeah. it. He's just like, well, if I didn't join him, he was going to fire me or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Which means, obviously, he's going to be back in the third one and just gonna be like, oh, it's forgiven, Cheech. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, it's, you know, they win. Yeah. They they get the thing back. Because, well, the, the president choppers in because Junie has left a voicemail for the daughter who that, for some reason, takes eight hours to reach her, and then she sends in the full power of the U.S. military to... Well, the the thing was still blocking, and then it got turned off right. at a certain point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Shooter McGavin and Child show up at the island and do it. There, there was... Okay, so there was one bit with, uh, with him... Like right after the thing has been stolen and mm-hmm. they're at the OSS headquarters where he is just screaming his head off that they have to find the thing. And he goes, he exits the frame and then just sticks his head back in and it's just like, you have to find the thing. <laughs> and they're like, okay, sir, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, the, the, the thing that I, that is appealing about these movies to me so far is that every actor in it is going for it. They're all committed to just whatever. This is silly nothingness. Let's just fucking go for it. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I just 
when you have when you have the the duo of, of who's good, who's bad yeah. of Tony Shalhoub and Alan Cumming in the first one, mm-hmm. and you replace that with Mike Judge and some dipshit kid, yeah. I was like, that, that's the biggest flaw of this movie. Yeah. Is that it just literally has no conflict, and and they're not they're not on that level. Yeah. You know, they're <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry, but you're you're working on a higher level, which I'm guessing is going to be solved for us in the next one when mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone is overacting the hell out of everything. So. Yeah, boy, that's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, at least they were <laughs> like, well, I guess we'll have a villain and yeah. we'll make him big. Yeah, but you know, I everything's fine. Everything's yeah. solved. Hooray! The day is saved. Yeah, um, there, there's a weird mid credits thing out of fucking nowhere well the most of the credits is uh carmen at a pop concert i guess they were trying to make her into a a pop star or something i don't know what the deal is with that but whatever it's it's obviously just a music video for the movie that they put on the credits yes but then close to the end of the credits it's uh it's another nothing but scenery no there's a scene before that because bill paxton shows up to the island and he's like well all by the way he is not anywhere near this island he is in green screen hell Mm -hmm. he and steve buscemi are not in the same scene but he shows up and just like well howdy i want to buy your island it looks pretty neat and that just kind of goes nowhere but then yeah the movie ends and it then comes fades back up on another just like it's a camera push through their treehouse, mm-hmm. and all the treehouse things kind of just turn on. But that's it. Yeah. Again, like nothing. It's like that, what the. I don't. I don't understand this, but <laughs> apparently it's now a thing. I, I guess I'm assuming so. the third one and the fourth one are going to do this too. But yeah, it's strange. I don't know why they did that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The the musical pop thing was weird because, like, it, I mean, it just comes out of nowhere because does, like they yeah. don't they don't even like have a. Hey, you're gonna. You've got an, a new assignment. You've got yeah. to pretend to be a pop star. No, but she's um, just like Uncle, I can't go out there. I can't. Uncle sing. Machete has made a auto tune thing. Auto tune thing slash also give uh, Junie guitar powers, which <laughs> right. which I do enjoy that he <laughs> describes him as that he's going to be Angus Mc. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I almost said Angus McYoung, but that's the actual. Guy. Uh, he's uh, he's going to be Angus Van. Uh, I can't. I think the last guy uh, Santa Santana. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because like he's he's dressed like Angus McYoung, <laughs> yes. but comes comes uh, wheeling out onto the stage and plays mm-hmm. pretty much a cross between Van Halen and Van Halen and Santana. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. A- anyway, but yeah, it was just like, hey, I guess you can dance and sing maybe with sure. auto tuning, but it's just a weird way to close the movie. It is, but yeah, whatever. And then, you know, the joke at the end, it was like, hey, I forgot to put batteries in it. And they were like, what? Yeah. Like, we just did that for no reason. (laughs) I mean, they should have been like, holy shit, we're fucking awesome. But they're not. They're like, what? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, kids movies. (laughs) They do dumb shit like that. (laughs) They do. (laughs) They absolutely do. Um, Yeah. So let's just write it. Okay. I do not like this as much as the first movie. I, I like I said, I think I think its flaw is just that it, there's no there there's just that specific plot point of having a bad guy isn't there. They're just everyone's just chasing a thing, and you never know why they're chasing it. You don't know what's. Mm-hmm. It's just it's an adventure without pushback. It's so on that hand, it's disappointing. On the other hand, I think that special effects aside, which Again, this movie is just going for every dumb idea it has, but it doesn't matter what the budget is Mm -hmm. because some of it they can't pull off very well. I think this is 
a non-insulting kids adventure movie. I there's nothing in this that is making me angry. It's it's perfectly acceptable especially for kids. I think maybe not now. I think kids would scoff at how it looks, but um at the time anyway, it just seems like a perfectly serviceable kids on an adventure with gadgets and doing things and having fun, that kind of thing. So the adults are not in it as much, which is a letdown, although they do add Ricardo Montalban into that, which is kind of a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets to do some fun things. Um, so I gave the first one three jocks. I'm going to give this one two just because I can recommend it. I enjoyed it, but it's it's kind of a blur now already. Yeah, It's just like, yeah, that was a thing, and it's over, and there were lots of colors. <laughs> it's inoffensive. Yeah, that's that's put that on the poster. In offense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got to give this one two bags. Like, right. I mean, this is a, this is such a nothing. Oh, wait, movie. which rating is this? You had three oh. ratings last. Time. No, no, no. This is this, <laughs> oh, is, my, this, is, this okay, is my official is on paper. Like, I mean, this is just this is such a nothing movie. Like, I I think even if you had kids, this would be the one they never ask you to put in. <laughs> I, I I'm just saying, like, if you had that box set. Mm-hmm. And some for some reason your kids are really into spy kids. They just be like two, nah. I think it'd be like TMNT two. It's like nah. First one and the third one are all right. It's, nah. Well, we'll see about that. Well, <laughs> I, again, I just this one just feels like such a nothing movie. Like yeah. it's it's weird because there's no established conflict. They just go to one place for most of the entire movie and fuck around for like an hour. You know, it's just yeah. Like I said, the, the the Secret Service dancing joke got me. Like I, I was legitimately laughing at that because it's just it's even shot well too. It's just like it's almost yes. from his perspective, and they turn around. And it's just like because you don't see the president's daughter; she's like completely yeah, covered she, up by them, and yeah. the, and they're just swaying in tune with the music. And it's like what the fuck is going on over there? And then you realize what's happening. It's mm-hmm. pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, it was just it was nice again having some people show up, but this one definitely felt like. Eh, we don't have as many favors to call in as we did the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Although having Bill Paxton bookend it was sure was yeah. kind of an, an elevating uh, yeah, I'm not, thing. I'm not saying like, I mean, they got that. They got no, no, no. Shimmy, yeah. Of Audubon. I mean, it's like there are people there. It's just like, but I mean, it's the like, first one was like, holy shit, that's so and so like not even having a speaking role. Right. But I mean, it's like they get to the island and they kind of immediately stumble into Steve Buscemi and it's mm-hmm. like, well, that you could have held back on that and made us think maybe he's the bad guy, but just immediately he's just like, I'm a scaredy scientist, you know? Um, although the way they get to him is amusing how they're, they basically fall into a volcano, but they're falling for like hours (laughs) and it just cuts like passage of time to where they're just kind of like relaxing as they're falling. And just like, how long have we been falling? It's like, I don't know, four hours. (laughs) And there's this, there's this nonsensical running bit too, where Junie keeps trying to eat a candy bar for the entire last hour of the movie. He's just like, well, I'm glad that's over. And then he'll like pull something out and then, you know, a spider monkey will show up behind him mm-hmm. and try to murder him, which he makes friends with the spider monkey. Was uh, that the spider monkey or is that the, it, he rode the spider monkey. Cause there was, there's the battle between oh, right, him yeah. and Gary. Gary yeah. rides this, the snake dragon, the yeah. dragon <laughs> whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. That's Spy Kids, too. Mm-hmm. Nobody sent any Spy Kids stories. No. No, uh, we didn't get not any. expecting any. Well. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know. People may have grown up with Spy Kids and been the appropriate age. Yeah. I guess we could hear from them. Like, sure. 
what was your opinion if you happen to be the age that this would have been right for you? Yeah. I mean, people saw these because they made a buttload of money. Um, it's very strange, though, to for there to be an eight-year gap between the third and the fourth one. It's like, yeah. your entire audience has now grown. Are you just, like, trying to loop in a new generation? Or like, let's, hey, let's yeah. try it again. And obviously that didn't work, but oh. uh, we'll find out why okay. when we get there. Uh, so, yeah, next week we will be back with uh, Spy Kids 3D, not in 3D. Mm-hmm. We just don't have that ability anymore. Um, but it does star Sylvester Stallone, which was kind of the reason I wanted to do this. because <laughs> The whole thing? Kind of, yeah, because like that just seems like the weirdest blip on his filmography. You look at that and you go, wait, what? <laughs> He's the bad guy in Spy Kids 3? <laughs> so I got to see me that. Sure, and you will. Yeah, I will next week. Uh, when we come back to do the next Spy Kids episode. Mm-hmm. But until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra, out. Mm-hmm.